0: How's everybody? All right. How many of you guys did something special for your mom today? Did you, did you get a Mother's Day card? Did you make it or did you buy it? You made it. Fantastic. You buy it. Okay. Very good. Huh? You made it for your nanny and your mama. Huh? All right. All right. All right. For both. Well, wow, that's well done. Well done, now, let me think, is everybody here? Oh, I'm looking for someone here and I didn't see his face there. I was wondering where he went. So we've been looking at, over the last number of weeks, what's his name? I'm trying to remember, what is his name? He was a little boy and his mom prayed for him. And he had to go and, and his mom put him in the tabernacle. And he grew up and he was used as a prophet and a judge. What's his name? What's his name? All right, okay, okay. Just want to make sure we're on the same page, that's all. You... And E and R is that an R? oh that's an L okay just checking well you know as Samuel's growing up because how do you remember Remember the last time is that the Philistines they came in and they stole the ark of God which was like horrible and their God they put it before their God their God couldn't handle so literally their God and the statue fell down before it every knee is going to bow and then they got it back. They eventually got the ark back and they sent it to this guy's house, um, Aminadab, I think it is. And he's 20 years he had it in his house. So during this time, Samuel's getting older. So he's growing up now. He's not a little boy anymore. He's beginning to grow up. And Israel was really sad because it was like, God, we know we belong to you. We know that you made a covenant with us. We know that you gave us your law so that we could know you in a relationship, but God, you seem distant to us. Where are you? How many of you know that sometimes it feels that way? How many of you know that God doesn't back off like that? We do. And so they come to Samuel, and Samuel, has, he tells them, Guys, listen. If you're really intent on seeking the Lord and you want his nearness and his presence, then there's a couple of things you need to do. He says, first of all, he told him this, he said, all to all the people of Israel, he said, you need to, gotcha you know that's a really good word though because i thought should i put that word up there but the bible actually says that samuel told them to return to the lord when you return what does that mean return it goes back it means you were there to begin with you were there in the good space to start but then you went away and he says you need to return and you need to do it with your whole heart, he said. So how do you return to the Lord with your whole heart? I'll say this. What's in your heart will come out of your mouth. Always. Jesus said it. Out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth will speak. So when you return to the Lord with your heart, it's also going to come out of your You are my God. I want you to be my God. I'm returning with my whole heart. You are my God. Oh, that hit. Yes, sir. Oh, I don't know. Because they had weird lips back then. I'm teasing. I don't know. It's just the way I drew it. It's exaggerated. The thing is, is, boys and girls, listen, is that... God made us. God made us. And we've all gone our own way. We've been like sheep. You know, when we were traveling this week, we did like hundreds of miles on that minibus. Hundreds of miles we were driving. And we saw all kinds of sheep. Black sheep, white sheep, dirty sheep, clean sheep, big sheep. We even saw the little tiny lamby sheep that were like literally just, they had been born and they hadn't been, been born very long, just hours and they're going, bah, bah. I won't try to do it. Anyway, and they, they were little tiny. We saw, all. you know, God says we're like sheep. He says, all we like sheep, we've gone astray. Everyone, we've turned to his own way. When the Lord laid on Jesus our sin, our iniquity, he calls us back. So he says, listen, you guys need to return to the Lord with your whole heart. And the thing is, if you're doing it in your heart, it has to come out. So it comes out of your mouth. But he also says, guys, you need to put away every idol. They're like God's people. Why would they have idols in their houses? That's weird. Maybe they had one in their community. They went down to the local idol and said, can you help us with rain and stuff? God says, that's my job. I'm the living God. He said, you need to put those away. Means to get rid of them. Doesn't mean pack them away for a later date. Break them up. Throw them away. Sometimes in our houses, we've got like little Buddha statues. If you have one in your house, you tell your mom, dad, that's an idol that shouldn't be in our house. Well, you get, yes, I would say it, but I don't want to get you in trouble. Yes. Absolutely. Well, you better be careful how you do it. I mean, Gideon, when he did it, he did it the night when nobody else was looking. (laughs) But those things aren't allowed. God says, no. Even to those who are followers of Jesus, idols, uh uh. Trinkets, sometimes people wear charms around their wrist. That's not for you. Jesus doesn't live in a charm, he lives in heaven and by his Spirit will live in you. But he says, put away your idols. And they did. They said, God, we're your your people, and then they put away their idols. He said, now, he said, prepare your heart. Prepare your heart to seek the Lord. Prepare him. Prepare your heart to do it. It means there's an intent. Lord, you're my God. I'm going after you. Well, I'll tell you, one of the ways you can do it is that when you're praying and, and asking God to come and help you, but it may be in his word, or some of you can watch the videos on like YouTube about Jesus. He'll speak to you even from those. Moms and dads, by the way, this is from 1 Samuel chapter 7, if you want to look at it later. And then he says, you need to, you need to serve the Lord only. It means to worship him, but the word for word for s- serve and worship are kind of like the same. So if I'm worshiping God, I can't serve other things. I'm serving him. So basically that means this. So stop doing things your way and do it his way. I know it's simple. But this is what Samuel began to preach to all the people. You know what began to happen? All the people's hearts began to change. It was amazing through the preaching of the word by the Spirit of God, he was touching their hearts. And they did. They said, Lord, you're our God. The people cried. They got rid of their idols. They prepared their heart. And they said, we're going to seek him. We're going to do it together. And they, they, they said, Lord, it's you we're going to serve. And so we gathered them all together. And you know what They said, Collectively. They did. They said, we sinned. God, we've sinned against you. And sin is like a barrier between us and God. But when, he, when we bring it to Him, and because of blood that's shed, that he can, he can wash it away and make it clean and take it out of the way. But as they gathered... All these people gathering before the Lord in a place called Mizpah. Anyone live in Mizpah? In a place called Mizpah, and as they were crying out to the Lord, guess who heard, heard that they heard? Guess who heard that they had gathered to call upon the name of the Lord? The Philistines, and they gathered, and they were like. Dudes, man, they're like calling upon their God. If they call upon their God, they're not gonna be afraid of us anymore. And so you know what they did? These Philistines, they... What did they do they attacked them can i say this boys and girls listen sometimes you're like jesus i really want to follow you with all my heart and i'll tell you this sometimes other people may not like it i'm telling you maybe mates at school they're like well if you're not gonna do what we're doing we're gonna go and do something over behind the bush over there and you're like i don't want to do that anymore or maybe, maybe in your school their kids are cussing and they're swearing and using bad language. like, I'm not doing that anymore. And you'll find that sometimes other people don't like it. When you're like, I'm going to seek the Lord. Can I say to you, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Run after God anyway. He'll meet with you. He'll help you. And if God's with you, who can stand up against you? Okay, he'll help you. And so they they, they begin. The, the The Philistines come and start to attack, and the people are freaking out. And so you have the people that are gathered, and they said they said to Samuel, Samuel, cry out to the Lord for us, pray for us. We have all these Philistines that are coming against us, and they did. They began to come in, and 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 he he. He offered a sacrifice. The Bible teaches us without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. Your blood, my blood won't work. Even the blood of of animals won't work. There was only one who could give his that could make us permanently clean. But they gave a sacrifice. They're pouring out like a drink offering. They had some water. They poured it out. They fasted for the whole day. And then they're like, as they're gathering there, and then he gives a sacrifice Right in the middle of it. So think about it. That here's here's Samuel right in the middle, and all the people of God are standing around. Oh, pray for us, pray for us. And the army of the Philistines are coming in on them at that moment. But they knew something. Lord, if we return to you with our whole heart, you'll help us. Could you imagine being surrounded by your enemies and all of them are coming? They're gonna hurt you. That's their intent. But Jesus, we trust in you. Oh Lord, God, help us. And all of a sudden, as the Philistines came into them, God did something from heaven. And the word, the word of God uses this word for it. thundered from heaven. Can you imagine that? All of a sudden the armies of God come in and boom! They freaked out so bad, they got confused in their brains. Guess what they did? What would you do if you got scared? Attack? Maybe. You might. You might. I don't know. (laughs) Stay over here. But they, they freaked out so bad, they ran off. They ran off. God knew exactly what to do at the exact right time to do what was needful to deliver his people. He's always like that. He's never late, he's always on time, the right time, the perfect time. And it was amazing. All the people were very glad. And then Samuel did something very odd. And we, you know, when we went up, we, we drove all the way I mean, of you ever heard of Ammonford? It's not in the Bible. This is in Wales. We drove all the way up there. It's about an hour and a half away. I tell you, we got up there, and there was nothing. Was hills and stones. Not very many trees. The trees that were up there were like, all kind of bristly kind of trees. There weren't like lots of leaves on them. There was uh, stones in the ground. And the the grass was really weird because it was like moss. It was like you could stand on it. It was like really soft. And and the roads are just wide enough for one car. We had a big bus. And we went up there. And you see these guys behind you? Those guys, those teenagers? They were doing something weird. (laughs) That's okay. Teenagers do that. (laughs) They kept picking up stones because they wanted to take a special stone home. I did that my first trip to Wales. We went down to Berry Beach, and I picked up this stone. And I put it in my luggage to go on the plane. And they put it through the x-ray machine, and they saw it in my bag. And the lady goes, sir, what do you have in your bag? I'm thinking, oh, what is it? And I forgot I'd put it in there. And then it was like, she said, oh, sir, please take it out. I said, oh, it's a rock. She goes, a what? A rock? I was, she's like, I'm like, she, I, I thought I was going to get arrested for stealing whales. <laughs> and I didn't know what to do, so I took it out. And she looked at me. She wasn't happy. And she looked at that rock. She goes, sir, that's not a rock. It's a rock. <laughs> it's true. I still have the rock somewhere. And when I got home, I put some dates on it. Because it was my first trip to Wales and I went to I went to the 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 Welsh Museum Have you ever been to the Welsh Museum yeah and I think some of you guys were there on Friday when we're what day were we there the other day we went and some of you people from your school were there too I saw I saw uh, Mrs. Tamplin there anyway and we were there and I remember they have a church there and they had a pulpit and I was still like 20 years old maybe maybe 21 And I climbed up in the pulpit and I took a picture of me preaching. I had no idea that I'd be back here today. But Samuel gave it a special name. He said, he set up a rock, a rock. He set up a rock with a special name on it. And it was called... Can say that word. Can you say? It kind of looks that way, Ebenezer. I think I think the I think the probably the easiest way to say it is Ebenezer. Can you say Ebenezer? Ebenezer. It means it means a rock of remembrance. It's a rock that you could have where it reminds you of where God helped you thus far. God helped us thus far. So some of you. You picked up those stones, and God met with you. You've heard his voice. He's helped you thus far. So you get back. You write on those little things. Put some dates on there, whatever. Put that on your shelf. Take those photos of you standing in that pulpit in there. Listen, there's so many churches in Wales that are empty, and there's no pastors. We need preachers that will come and proclaim the one true gospel. But he did this. And you know, God did something amazing for the people of Israel. All of the Philistines stopped fighting with them. All the days that Samuel was alive, they just stopped fighting. They went and did their own thing. They just left them alone. Like, we're not fighting with those guys again. They got some, like, superpower in heaven. Yeah, it's called the living God. But also this... When Samuel set up this Ebenezer stone, the Bible says that God did something special for all the people of Israel. Because when the Philistines had come in, they would take their cities, they would take their land, they would take their children as slaves. They would take as bad. It's bad. They would hurt people. They'd take their food. Now they left them alone. But more than that, not only did they leave them alone, but God said that after this what's the word make sure you got okay all right sorry so i i'm glad you can read it what does it mean though yes makes it better. Anybody else? They put things back to how it was. was? Is that what you were going to say? Yeah. The stuff that they had lost, they got back. Wow. Do you know the God that we worship and follow, even through our stupidness, when we don't do what he says, And sometimes we lose things or we like get lost. He's like, he has a way, not only when we turn to him with our whole heart and get rid of, Lord, I'm not trusting in anything else but you. My heart is yours, Lord. And Lord, you're my God. I'm going to serve you. I'm going to worship you alone. He has a way of bringing freedom. But not only that, but he can restore everything you've lost. Things that you thought couldn't get fixed. See, some of you are so young, you're like, I don't even know what those are yet but your parents do. They know the things that they've done that have been pretty stupid. And they haven't done everything that God wanted them to do. Some of you, your parents just recently decided to follow Jesus. And things (laughs) at home are changing. They're not like what they used to be. Maybe dad came home and he was always angry. Maybe mom and dad were fighting all the time. But now Jesus comes and he brings peace. And God will work in your life so that those memories, He can wash them clean. So that you have no more fear in your heart. Like you shouldn't. And He has a way of putting things back together. Amen? Amen. Now ultimately, all of this points to Jesus. All of it. Because the Bible tells us we need to come to God and the only way we can is through Jesus. Jesus. When we come to him with our heart, when we say, I don't want any other gods, Jesus, I'll follow you. When we come, we open our heart to him. When we come, we say, Jesus, you I worship, you I follow. And that's eternal life is knowing God and Jesus Christ whom he has sent. But the problem is, here, boys and girls, doing this stuff isn't enough. There's a reason. Because you could do all this, but without your sin being taken away? then we're still standing on the outside. But God gave us good news. Because the Bible says that when Jesus came into the world, that he would take the barrier of our sin away. It's like, it's like if I was down here, and God was up here, and there's nothing I could do to get past my sin. I could try to do all the right things like climbing a ladder, but I would still have a problem. And the only way that can be taken care of is that Jesus, like when when Samuel gave an offering, a sacrifice, a burnt offering, well, Jesus came and gave his life. And the Bible says that he reconciles, he brings what was separated, he reconciles us to God, and he takes our sin away. Can you see it anymore? Can you see the sin anymore? Can you see it? No, make sure. Because Jesus gave his life once for all. He doesn't have to give another sacrifice. You know why he did it? Because he loves you. you. Because he loves you. Because he loves you. Because he loves you. And he loves all you too. You think, how could he love me? I don't know. But he's God. The Bible says that he does. And I wouldn't want to call him a liar, would you? Don't reject the love of God. You reject His love, what's left? But He loves you. And Jesus gave His life. And the great news is this, is that not only did Jesus die for our sins, but God didn't leave Jesus dead in the ground. He raised Jesus from the dead. They put Him in the tomb, and they rolled that big stone in front of it. And then on the first day of the week, that's a Sunday, First day of the week, that's why one reason why we worship and come to church on a Sunday. And God raised Jesus from the dead. They rolled the stone away. Jesus is risen from the dead. They came and they touched him. Remember Thomas? I'm not going to believe unless I can see him and put my fingers there. Jesus said, well, come on, Thomas. Go on. Don't be unbelieving. Be believing. And Thomas got on his face and he said, you're my Lord and my God. yeah but you know what jesus said this amazing thing he said thomas he said you believe because you've seen he said but blessed are those who've not seen and yet believe so if you'll trust in jesus even if you haven't seen it with your normal eyes there's a greater blessing than even thomas knew god loves you jesus died and rose again and if you'll come to him and you'll say you're my god I don't want any other God. Jesus, here, my heart. I'll worship and serve you. Your Lord, <laughs> that He'll save you. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for every one of these young lives here. Lord, I thank you that the plans and purpose, purposes that you have are good ones. And Lord, I ask you, please, that you would open the eyes of their heart, you'll help them. Lord, not to follow rebellious ways that they've seen their parents do, but Lord Jesus, they'll follow you. We pray for their homes where their parents have said yes to you. And Lord, you're changing their family. I pray for peace in the family. I pray for help in the family. We pray that the witness of Jesus won't be hypocritical. It won't be a pretense. But Lord, there'll be reality. And so Lord, bless these little ones that they too may say, Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, here's my heart. I want no other God but you. Jesus, I open my heart to you. Jesus, I'll obey you and worship you. You're my Lord. I trust you. Lord, save them, we pray, from a young age. So they may not go down bad, bad roads that bring ruin. But Lord, you would bring your healing power. Lord, bless these younger ones and bless the older ones as well. Lord, make yourself known, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well done, guys. Well done. Amen.